All right, all right, all right, man. Good morning to you. All right, let me get this thing going. Got that thing going. All right, looks like we are ready to go. Ready to go right now. Hey, good morning to you, man. Thanks so much for joining. Um, giving uh, this good, uh, we're live now, by the way. So uh, we're giving Facebook and YouTube and Instagram an opportunity to uh, uh, to find an audience for us. Um, this is the New Black Wall Street Book Club, and we are now uh, in. Uh, we're continuing on in our book, Think and Grow Rich: A Black Choice. This is episode ten, and we'll be uh, venturing into the life of Ray Charles, George Foreman, a couple of the black historical uh, figures that uh, hopefully can lead us to uh, some some inspiration uh, today. And so, uh, hopefully, you had a good weekend. Uh, it's magnificent Monday, and I am super excited. Man, how many guys woke up this morning excited? Uh, uh, for the new day. You're looking forward to um, you're looking forward to what God will unveil unto you today. I am actually super excited. I, I, I just woke up, popped up, ready to do this thing. I've been up for a few hours and I'll share with you a few things that uh, I've come to uh, that have kind of happened in my life, man. You guys have a good weekend. Um, did you get some rest? Did you uh, did you work on some of your ideas? Um, are you ready to rock and roll this week, man, and, and make this the best week of your uh, 2019 journey thus far? Uh, give me just a second, man, as I am uh, doing this thing that I hope that you would do as well, liking and sharing, liking and sharing, send this thing all over the place, man. Black folk do read. You put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. While you guys are connecting, go ahead and let us know where you're connecting from, what city or state. Rep your city right now. We always love to know just how far we are reaching. This wonderful thing called the internet allows us to reach people all over the world. And we just like to know where are you connecting from this morning, man? So go ahead and do that for us. Go ahead in the comments below. Let us know what city, what state you're representing. Give you a quick shout out uh, to your city. Of course, we are broadcasting right here from ERGJ Studios here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, by way of Chicago, Illinois. That's actually where my family is from, Chicago. But I am here in Atlanta, Decatur, to be specific. Decatur, where is greater? What city are you representing? Got a couple more places to hit this share button and we'll get this thing crack-a-lacking, man. So hopefully you guys have been enjoying the journey as we have uh, been getting into this wonderful, great book, Thinking Girl Rich, a Black Choice, which uh, I consider to be a uh, kind of a mix between uh, Thinking Girl Rich by Napoleon Hill, As a Man Thinking by James Allen, a little bit of Earl Nightingale and The Strangest Secret, and then some black history. And I've been really loving the, uh, the, the portions where we get into some of uh, what we have done as, as, as black people uh, here in this world, the differences that we've made and the successes that we have had. Uh, go ahead and hit that like button, share button, let people know here. It's Monday morning. Some people still trying to roll out of bed. But we're going to get this thing going no matter what time you may uh, capture or see this video. Hopefully, uh, you can uh, get something out of it when you do. So thanks so much for joining Hey, it's time to get this show on the road. It's New Black Wall Street Book Club. Uh, you know, again, Reading Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose. Uh, you put in a book, we absolutely will find it. Uh, you know what time it is, man. Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new, new black Wall Street book. 
club Evan Jefferson, brother, much love Educating, elevating, because And knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up <laughs> Little chuggers for the masses Where to put your money down now how to watch your assets Yeah, uplifting others is a passion My brother Evan, he will turn it into action New Black Wall Street Book Club You should come read with us Yeah, we comprehend and discuss If we all just come together, there's no limit for us <laughs> Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. All right, all right, all right. Good morning to you over at Instagram Live. Uh, Mr. Quiet Resilience, thanks so much for joining. Also, uh, YouTube Live and then also Facebook Live. we got Greenville, South Carolina, representing New York City is in the house. Going to let us know where you're uh, connecting from, what city or state. Thanks so much for being here this morning. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club. Where we, uh, where we just go into some good quality books and we are working on, our commitment this year is actually personal development. Uh, we are going to the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice by Mr. Napoleon, uh, Mr. Dennis Kimbrough with Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, A Guide to Success for Black Americans. We're gonna be picking up here in chapter two and we'll be finishing up chapter two tomorrow. Ideas and uh, imagination, ideas and action. Everybody put in the comments, so imagination. We'll be covering today the story of uh, Ray Charles and a little bit of George Foreman. Uh, and then again, extracting from our history, extracting from our past so that we know we can direct our future. Let me say that again. Uh, we're going to extract from the past so that we can know that we can direct our future. And so um, hopefully you've been enjoying this time. You've been getting something out of it. And for those of you who are saying that you love what we're doing and you want to go a little further, you want to connect with us on a more intimate level, well, you actually can join the, uh, the book club. Uh, what we're doing is that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we actually have a call to action session. This is where uh, brothers and sisters come together and we figure out how to apply that which we have learned. Uh, let me say that again. We come together, together is a key word, and we learn, another key word, how to apply that which we have learned. It's one thing to get the knowledge. It's another thing to get the understanding. It's a whole nother thing to actually apply. And I think that's where we're missing, the, where we're missing our mark. Many of us know, but not many of us, are, not enough of us are doing something with that which we know are doing all that we can with that which we know. So we're coming together to learn how to apply that which we have learned, and that's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So tomorrow on Tuesday evening, uh, we'll be coming together, and we'll be going through and recapping chapter one, and then discussing how to apply it to our lives, no matter where we are, because all of us are in different spaces across this world, uh, but we can learn how to apply, especially these things that have to do with the mental. Today's episode is sponsored by ERGJ Black Bazaar. And uh, we had a wonderful time this weekend getting out, I think, in Macon, Georgia. We, I was uh, brought on to do a speaking engagement. We were allowed to vend some of our products. And we're down to four calendars left, okay? I told you, we got these calendars got to go. And so this here is the Faith in Motion calendar. Uh, this here, again, is a, a African-American art. This is by Monica Stewart, the artist. And so when you get a calendar like this, not only are you obviously buying black, but you're also supporting a black artist and their product. Let me just read to you about this calendar. Let me show you a little bit on the back. There's some of the cover art for those months that you'll be having. And uh, here, Monica Stewart was born in St. Louis, Missouri, moved to Oakland, California at the age of five. Utilizing African-American themes in her paintings, Monica began painting artwork that featured women dancing, praying, and performing everyday tasks. Her paintings have been featured in several television shows, movies, 
novel covers and partnerships with the California State Lottery and Bank of America. While her medium is oil paint, she also enjoys creating artwork with charcoal and chalk. Her goal as an artist is to create artwork that exhibits personal tribulations and experiences of the African-American population. The 2019 Faith in Motion Encounter features a portfolio of uplifting images coupled with monthly biblical scriptures and black history facts throughout the year. So again, you can pick this up, uh, uh, calendar, this calendar, this is the last one I got, by the way. You pick this calendar up for $15, or you can check out the other calendars that we have as well. $15, get your African-American calendar for 2019 so that you can plan your year. That's right. See, you want to plan your year. You want to finish your year before you start your year. And obviously, we started 2019 already. But how far out have you planned? How far out have you planned this year? See, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Now, I want to make sure that you and I, we take advantage of the opportunity to determine our destination for this year. Plan out your year. Plan out your events. Plan out your vacation. Plan out your life. Take control. So you got an opportunity to do that. Use a calendar to do that if you like. Again, we got four calendars left. This is just one of them. Go to www.ergjblackbazaar.com. ergjblackbazaar.com. Hey, so uh, just want to let you know before we get started with reading our reading today, man, I don't know about y'all. There's some of you guys got a nice little email this morning. Uh, or came in overnight or something like that. And I got an email from Black Mama Tea and Cafe. So we're going to quick Black Business shout out to Black Mama Tea and Cafe. Uh, of course, that is a company that, um, for those that don't know, uh, that is in the process of becoming a public company, right? And uh, and so they go through this process of, uh, of, of, of uh, uh, I guess you can call them investment opportunities. And some of us uh, took the investment opportunity early. And, uh, and now we're having our first shareholder meeting. So everybody put a comment on Black Mama. So this is, of course, Miss Vanessa Braxton, uh, who is taking her online business, and she is uh, creating a brick-and-mortar stores, uh, brick-and-mortar cafes and franchises starting in New York. And so I'm just uh, proud and pleased to be a part of that, proud and pleased to have invested in that. And I want to let you know, uh, that uh, you could be looking for money or funding for your idea, and you could follow a woman like Vanessa Braxton and learn how she did it. Because if she could do it, you can do it. And that's one of the things that we'll be covering in the, in the book club as well. Thursdays, we have our business development book club, and we'll be going through, starting this Thursday, how to get over $100,000 to fund your business. And so again, that's not going to be public. That's going to be for the people who have invested in the club and they're saying they want to take their business to a new level. We understand that funding is a big issue. We're always looking for capital. Everybody putting down so capital, always looking for capital, how to fund our business. And so you got an opportunity to join the book club. It's only $10 a month and you get the personal development and you also get the business development and we can build together. Everybody putting down so together. That's the key word, together, to do it together to learn together, to grow together, to build together. Well, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, guys. we got to get right to what we're going to be discussing here today. Again, going through the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, A Guide to Success for Black Americans. Picking up where we're talking about enhancing your creativity through visualization. Enhance your creativity through visualization. 
Long before ex-heavyweight boxing champion George Foreman reached his goal and Amira sought the champ's key to success. Though Foreman's words were uttered in the spirit of jest, his words of inspiration found fertile soil in the young man's mind. If I see what I want real good in my mind, explained the champ, I don't notice any pain in getting it. There's no objective too important or too trivial for your mind to visualize. Much like boxing champion George Foreman, we too soon, we soon realize that we can't achieve greatness in our outer world without first picturing it in our inner world, our minds. The simplest of actions takes on a new significance. We cannot reach for a pen. We can't sit in a chair or answer the telephone without first, at least subconsciously, having a mental picture of such acts. You can be anything you want to be if you only trust your imagination. Everybody put it down, so trust my imagination. Let me read this again. You can be anything you want to be if you will only trust your imagination. Visualize your heart's desire. Never allow the picture to distort or tarnish. Keep it fresh, clear, and bright. Success will enter your life quietly and unobtrusively without raucousness or fanfare, for it will follow the law that permeates the universe. Everything, and I mean everything, begins in the mind. Everything begins in the mind. Well, if you and I believe that to be true, that everything begins in the mind, well, then it's, it, 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 it says to us that if I want something to be different, if I want something to be better, if I want to acquire a thing, if I want to have more, that I must first picture it in my mind. I must go back to when I was a child and I used to imagine. Now, see, there's some things that I'm imagining, and you may not, you may want to share. I don't know. Matter of fact, I'm just going to put this out there for those that are watching with us live, or for those that may watch this at some other time. And maybe you want to do it right here on the broadcast, or do it in your journal, which I keep asking you to get. What do you imagine for yourself if it's personal development? What do you What kind of growth do you imagine for yourself this year? If it's business. What kind of growth, where do you see your business by the end of this year? If it's for yourself, where do you see yourself? Because I believe that all of us are working on something. All of us want something. Uh, so there's a little bit of something that we're not quite satisfied with, that we want to develop and take to the next level. Well, do you even see it in your imagination? You see, this broadcast that you see right now, there's, there's something that I imagine. I imagine uh, this growing into a, into a, an army of brothers and sisters who are serious about success. I, I imagine being able to then leverage our network to have other people pay for what we do. I imagine that. It's, I can see it. It's vivid. I got a mental picture. Now I understand that as I keep, as I hold fast to the picture, eventually the puzzle will come together. But I trust my imagination. What about you? What do you see for yourself? Where do you see yourself being? Where do you see yourself going? What do you see for your business? What do you see, how do you, where do you see your business going? 
the picture that you have in your mind for that which you do. When you understand the relationship between imagination and visualization and the subconscious mind, you can see that the first step in achievement of any purposeful goal is to create a picture of that which is desired. The picture is then placed in the subconscious mind and held there until the subconscious picks it up and translates it into its ultimate desired form. Next section, I saw myself a recording star. I saw myself. I saw myself. I like that word. I like those three words. I saw myself. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? Again, we're going through the book for those that just joined. Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. I know you guys see today. You're like, why? This is my book. So this dollar here, of course, is my bookmark. But it's my seed. See, I'm sowing my seed into the book, and I'm planning to reap a harvest. So I use money as my bookmark just to remind myself what? That I'm never broke. Okay, that's just thing. See, this is a visualization. I'm never broke. If it comes down to my last dollar, I'm going to get it out of my book. <laughs> okay, if it comes down to the last dollar that I got, I'm going to get it out my book. All right, I saw myself a recording star. I know y'all think I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> you can't play the piano, and God knows you can't sing. You better learn how to weave chairs so you can support yourself. The words were tough from a teacher of her to her student. They were especially cruel to a youngster who liked to play, play the piano and sing. To a black child in the South, it should have been crushing. There was so little else for him to hope for. When he was six years old, Ray Charles Robinson became totally blind. Doctors diagnosed his condition as increased intraocular tension resulting from ocular disease called glaucoma. Ray's mother helplessly looked at the physician, not wanting to believe. Is there anything you can do? Wouldn't an operation help? No, was the answer. As of now, we know of no way to treat his condition. Ray's eyesight did not go right did not go right away. It was more of a gradual closing in, as he puts it. One day he could see a mountain miles away a month later, that same mountain was only a fuzzy, hazy object in the distance. He went to his mother, rubbing his eyes as she tried to find a doctor, any doctor. But it was 1936. Everybody putting the guns on 1936. I like to look at these years. It was 1936. <laughs> And in the South, there were few black specialists. Though blind since six, he was not made to feel helpless. His mother would have no part in any self-pity. She told him, you're blind, not stupid. You've lost your sight, not your mind. You and I could be blind as well, but we're not stupid. You and I, could have lost our sight, could have lost our vision, but we haven't lost our mind. Ray has never forgotten her words. Ray Charles couldn't see, but the love and faith of his parents made his life reaching and rewarding. His mother refused to allow her son to succumb to his handicap. She emphasized that he could lead a productive and fulfilling life despite his blindness. Through the encouragement of his mother, Ray Charles knew he had lost only his sight not his power of visualization. He may have lost his sight, but not his power. Whenever Mr. Uh, Ray was born, 
normal and healthy in Albany, Georgia. His father was a repairman. His mother worked as a domestic. Not far from the little frame house where Ray and his family resided, there lived a boogie-woogie pianist named Wiley Pittman, Mr. Pitt, Ray called him. Whenever Mr. Pitt began, would begin to play Ray recalls, he would stop what he was doing. and I would stop what I was doing and run next door. i stand by the piano and pound on it with both hands. Willie Pittman, the man Ray credits for his success, willingly accepted the youngster's presence and taught him how to play. Mr. Pittman would listen to the loud, raucous noise, refusing to discourage his pupil. He would simply smile and say, that's good. That's real good, Sonny. But you've got to practice. That's good. Real good, Sonny. But you've got to practice. Now, I think these words from Mr. Pittman go to us today. That's good. Real good. But you've got to practice. How I many guys are saying, you know, I, I, I've got to practice this thing called visualization. I've got to practice this thing called imagination. I, I, it's good. It, it's real good. But I've got to practice. It, it, you see, what I'm doing right now, guys, is I may, you may see me reading a book. But to me, this is practice. See, what I see for myself, as I, as I see, I, I can see thousands and thousands of people who simply want to listen to me read. Maybe they like my voice. Maybe they like the inflection that I give when I put energy into that which has been written. I don't know. But I see thousands of people just waiting to hear me read called Orator, a lost art, something that not many people see. When I think about Earl Nightingale and I think about like Les Brown and these people that I can't wait to hear, I truly believe there's going to be thousands upon thousands of people who can't wait to hear me. Why? Because again, if they can do it, I can do it. And I trust my imagination. <laughs> All right, where was I at? For nearly 10 years, Ray practiced every chance he got, but by then, he was totally blind and in need of special care. Frightened, barefoot, orphan, Ray was sent to the St. Augustine School for Deaf and Blind Children in Orlando, Florida. Life at St. Augustine's was inhibiting for the creative young boy. He sheltered himself from academic instruction and hid out in the school's music room. His only hope was to hang on to his mother's words, you've lost your sight, not your mind. You've lost your sight, not your mind. What's going on, Mr. Mobley? Ray's talent for music began to flourish. At 15, he quit school altogether to perform in small bands throughout the South. Far from an overnight success, he found the going tough. Nonetheless, his first job, providing background music at a local, local radio station, paid $5 an hour. From there, he joined another band, one of the many, and lied about his age in order to obtain a union card. To keep abreast of new musical trends, he concentrated on the chords and melodies used by other piano players at the union hall. Later, he transcribed every note into Braille. It wasn't an easy process. Many times during auditions, I was told that I couldn't carry a note with the bucket and that I sure couldn't play the piano. As I look back over, his, over this period, I now realize that it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was during these tough times that I developed a power that was to ultimately place me over the top, the power of visualization. Everybody put it on slow. The power of visualization. So Ray, although he was going blind, he had glaucoma, 
he was losing his sight, he was still able to find the power of visualization. And he attributes that to putting him over the top. It was on these tough times that I was able to uh, develop the power of visualization, regardless of how bad things got on the outside. I kept a clear picture in my head of what I wanted to transpire. Through visualization, I saw myself as a recording star. With his career on hold, Ray needed a break. He asked a friend and a fellow band member, what's the furthest point from Georgia? Somewhat bewildered, his buddy replied, I guess Washington. Then Washington it is, Ray exclaimed. Based on faith and persistence, Ray borrowed $600 and boarded a bus for Seattle. He was 17 years old. With a fresh start, he hired seven musicians and formed the Ray Charles group at 17 years old. And probably, what, 1950 at this point. 1953, right? From 1936, 17, about 1950s. He, 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 he borrowed money to get to Seattle. Now, I don't know how he went from borrowing money to then hiring people to join, to create this band. But anyway, he created a band at 17-year-old, the Ray Charles Group. Ray played the sax and piano and doubled on vocals. The group became known as one of the best small jazz ensembles in the country. One year later, Ray hit the big time. His record, I Got a Woman, helped him do what few musicians were able to do, create music that appeals to the young and old, black and white rich and poor because of his ability to successfully cross major boundaries other musicians ungrudgingly use words like genius to describe him ray went on to record bestsellers like born to lose hallelujah i love her so and georgia on my mind the official song of the state that he left today each record ray charles leases sells an average of 500,000 copies though sightless he steals pictures his riches appear before prestigious audiences and sellouts concert halls the world over. Ray Charles, he lost his sight, but not his mind. The substance of things hoped for. The substance of things hoped for is a real substance formed from pictures in the mind as concrete and detailed as, it's, as in the world itself. The evidence of things unseen as with Ray Charles is knowledge gleaned through this image-making power of imagination. It is impossible for us to act against our knowledge. For example, man will not step in front of a speeding automobile for fear of energy. He will not swim in an ocean if he knows he will drown. He will not venture forward if he believes he will fail. Success does not require a great amount of knowledge about anything, but it does call for a persistent use of whatever knowledge you may have. No amount of persuasion can change a man's reaction to what he knows. But what he knows can be changed. And the most direct manner is to alter the images within his mind. If a man learns to clearly visualize his objective, this mental picture will ultimately become a reality in his life. Now, let's, let's think about this for a second. Let me read this again. No amount of persuasion can change a man's reaction to what he knows, but what he knows can be changed in the most direct manner is to alter the images within his mind. This is why you'll always hear me talk about watch what you watch. See, those who have studied this for ages, this, 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 thing, uh, this thing called the mind and how to manipulate 
or to persuade or to control the mind, they understand that it, what requires is pictures and sound. And this is what you call propaganda, right? So, so this thing called the television or YouTube at this point, whatever, it is pictures in front of you to take control in some fashion your mind, to persuade, to um, manipulate. So this is why you have to watch what you watch. See, some of us casually put things, matter of fact, this year, as, I began, as I'm moving into this new year, and I, even when I go on Instagram, for example, I might scroll through Instagram a little bit, and if I start to see things that are not conducive to my growth and development, I quickly unfollow. For example, as I see more and more pr promiscuity, women that just want to take pictures and, 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 you know, show off, I guess, show their body off or whatever, you know, I, I, I just quickly unfollow because I don't, I, that's not going to help me move forward in my journey of, of, of personal development. As I see people that share uh, fights and, 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 and violence, you know, and this is what they do. This is what intrigues them. I quickly unfollow. Why? Because again, I'm taking control of watching what I watch. Same thing, and, and, and that's just from a social media standpoint. What about the stuff that you just casually turn on the TV and now you're watching something and maybe that could be good, I don't know. But then you get to the commercials and the commercials are, are trying to persuade and get you to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Getting, to, getting you to spend money that you normally wouldn't spend. This is why you got to watch what you watch. Again, the most direct manner to, is to alter images within the mind. They understand that the more they can put images in front of you, the more apt it is that you will do what they want you to do. And more often than not, that's get you to spend your money in places you wouldn't spend your money. That's getting you to, 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 to get involved in the, uh, in, in the, what do they call it? Uh, 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 in things that you wouldn't normally get involved in. That's getting you to go get the lottery ticket. That's getting you to go uh, watch some porno. That's getting you to go smoke the cigarette. That's getting you to go do things that you probably wouldn't do had you not turned the TV on. Images. You got to watch what you watch. Everybody put in the comments, oh, watch, watch what I watch. You got to watch what you watch. Now, I want you to think about this. Let's take it a step further. So if, if you end up watching something that you probably shouldn't watch, now that, you, that, that what you have watched has gotten and sown a seed into your spirit, now it becomes a distraction. Why? Because what you should be focusing on, you can no longer focus on because you got a new image in front of you that you're thinking about. So while you're thinking about this, you're not thinking about that. This is why it's hard to hold a mental picture of what you want for success in your life because you're distracted by all the other images that are put in front of you. You got to watch what you watch. Whew. <laughs> there are no limitations to the power of visualization. 
save those that the individual creates for himself or permits to be established by the influences outside himself. Ray Charles visualized success regardless of countless setbacks and rejections. And you know what? I would venture to say, Ray, although it's an ailment and quite possibly some of us look at it as a possible limitation, I see it as a, as a benefit for this brother to actually be blind and not have to be subjected to all these mental pictures that'll get him off his course. Although it was hard in the beginning, he was able to find what he needed on the inside because he simply had his eyes closed. And I want to say to you this morning that many of us need to close our eyes. Let me say that many of us need to close our eyes so we can see the images that God has given us on the inside and we can stop paying attention to the images that humans are trying to give us on the outside. He had, a, he had an advantage that his eyes were closed. And he could see the internal images versus the outside or the external images. And guess what? The internal images led him to greatness, led him to iconic status, led him to success, led him to do what he was called to do because he was focused on the internal. He was, he was, he was forced. See, we got a choice. Ray Charles was forced. Let me say that again. See, see, we have a choice to close our eyes and begin to see the images on the inside. Ray Charles was forced to close his eyes. Woo! I saw myself a recording star. Oh, Ray visualized success regardless of the countless setbacks and rejections. I saw myself a recording star. It was not a baseless boast, but a preview of things to come. The visual pictures that we possess lead us around by our mental noses. This range of mental motion works just as quickly for what is considered evil as it does for what is considered good. For instance, if a person were to constantly visualize robbing the corner service station, almost automatically that individual will certainly find himself at that service station, gun in hand, prepared to empty the till. People who commit so-called crimes of passion often report that they were in the grip of a compulsion which they could neither control nor understand. Such compulsion proceeds out of our mental pictures. Images projected onto the movie screen of the mind take root in the motor impulses of the body, and each person is propelled into action by that which he or she has visualized propelled into action by what he or she has visualized. Now, I, don't, I can't speak for you, and hopefully you get into the space of imagination. Hopefully you take time to close your eyes and to visualize where you want to be this year, where you want your business to be this year, what you want to create for yourself this year? What service you want to provide to others so others can pay you for what you provide this year? I want you to stop looking everywhere else but inside yourself for answers. I want you to stop trying to depend on everybody else to bring you solutions when you actually have a master teacher on the inside that can bring that that is waiting for you to seek and find that which is already within you
to search the inner depths of your soul to bring your dream to reality. I want you to know that you can do it. What it takes is discipline to say every day, I'm going to take 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, whatever it is that you need to set aside for yourself to simply close my eyes, visualize, imagine, and then write down what I see. And then write down what I see. So why it's important to capture that which God is giving you. Well, this is the New Black Wall Street Book Club. And again, guys, this is our public offering. This is our service that we bring to our community. Of course, there are some of you that are saying, hey, we want to take it a step further. We want to go deeper. We want to apply this in our life. We want to roll with the book club. Well, you can do that, guys. If you're interested, make sure you inbox us. Let us know you're interested in joining the book club. Um, it's only $10 a month. We're going to give you personal development and business development. We do it on Tuesdays and Thursday nights or with those who are serious about success. Here's what I want you to understand, that if you could do it by yourself, it would already be done. If you could build it by yourself, it would already be built. If you could write it by yourself, it would already be written. See, what I understand now is that we need each other and we have to create these organizations and groups where we can work together. It takes somebody to put it together. It takes the rest to make it, to, to, to make it a success. So if you're saying you're tired of trying to do it by yourself, you notice that it hasn't gotten you as far as you like to go. You're ready to connect with brothers and sisters so we can work together to help make your dreams come true. Inbox us and let us know that you're interested in joining the New Black Wall Street Book Club. Personal development and business development. Some of you aren't, aren't, aren't in business, but you need to work on yourself. And we all need to work on ourselves. Some of you are in business or getting into business. You need to understand some concepts that can help you to have a successful business. I believe that a lot of businesses fail because they try to do it by their self. Well, let's not do that this year. Let's make a concerted effort to work together. I'm just creating the avenue. I'm just creating the space. It's going to be up to you to join and bring your talents and gifts and see, hey, man, how can I help somebody else? Because I understand that if I help enough other people get what they want, I'll have everything that I want. Well, guys, in the comments below, I'd like for you to share your takeaway from today. How has this broadcast, this episode, episode 10 of New Black Wall Street, made a difference for you? What is it that stood with you? What lesson did you learn today? How was this valuable to you? Was it worth your time and why? Was this worth your time and why? Hopefully you've hit that like button. Hopefully you hit that share button. Hopefully you hit the subscribe button, the follow button, all that good stuff so that you know when we're broadcasting 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every day. Now I want you to understand what I'm saying. Every day. Everybody putting comments on every day. See, this is a commitment to do something every day to make a difference in other people's lives. A commitment to do something every day to make a difference in other people's lives. Now, what do you think is going to happen if we do this every day for 365 days out of this year? What do you think we're going to, uh, what, what, what fruit do you think we're going to bear from the seeds that we're sowing every day? And I want to encourage you to figure out something that you're going to do every day to make a difference in the lives of others. And trust and believe 
that you will reap what you sow. That you will reap what you sow. It's no way to beat that formula. It's no way to over, to, to not produce from a universal law that has been working since the beginning of time. You reap what you sow. Word of said, I need to cut out distractions. Stay focused on being focused. Absolutely, brother. Or sister, I don't know, brother or sister, but hopefully you're going to do that this year. You're saying, hey, I'm going to get focused on being focused. And I want to say to you, if you need help with that, right? This is just 30 minutes a day, but you're saying, I need help with that throughout the week. We all do. Make a decision to join the New Black Wall Street Book Club today. Well, guys, uh, again, this, uh, this uh, episode is sponsored by ERGJ Black Bazaar. Uh, if you are in business and you want to sponsor this show, it, you want us to highlight some of the things that you do, you want us to help you sell your stuff, I'm all about collaboration, trying to help other businesses, particularly black businesses, sell more stuff and have more viability and productivity. And if I can do that through my network of over 20,000 some odd people, that might be small to some, big to others, I don't know. Uh, then I want to do that. And I want to help you. I want to. I want to promote for you. I want to make sure that people know that you and your product and your service exist. Well, you can inbox us for promotion opportunities as well. We do those also. Hey guys, I want you to remember this: that it takes a village, and it starts with us. We all we got, people. But guess what? That's enough. Let's build as we climb together, man. You know what time it is, man? It's a DJ hit. The music. New, new, new black, new, new black Wall Street Book Club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up. <laughs> Literature's for the masses. Where to put your money down and how to watch your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read with us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. Yeah. We all just come together. There's no limit for us. For us. <laughs> Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club.